0: Hello, welcome to episode 54 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm on a new mic. How do I sound, Casey McDonald? You
1: sound amazing.
0: I better sound amazing. This mic was expensive.
1: How expensive was it? It wasn't that expensive, but it was definitely more than a headset. Yeah, that's all I'm using. How does my microphone sound? Awful. Horrible.
0: Oh.
1: Mm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, we're having another. World of Warcraft podcast really soon after the other one, aren't we?
1: Isn't this like all you do? Like I, I, ju- I ju- <laughs> just, just I wake up and I'm, you're just like, "Hey, we gotta talk about World of Warcraft online." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> just, well, like just call it the the Wowcast or something. I <laughs> oh, know you talk about. We this have stuff. lots
0: of other episodes,
1: but yeah, um, it's, it was BlizzCon, so I think we should talk about it. No, we should. Um, <laughs> so, what do you all think about BlizzCon?
0: <laughs> I've never been. I I heard it's crowded, and it smells of sweaty people, and uh, it's actually more fun watching and reading about it at home on the computer than actually, like, like, from almost everything I hear, it's cool going to BlizzCon, seeing the games, hearing the panels, going to the announcements, but it's mostly about, like, the
1: people, like, hanging out with your friends there. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine going to BlizzCon and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna play Diablo 3, and then you get on the computer or whatever, and you're just like, "I got all these people sitting around me, and I can only be on this for so much time," and uh, you know, and it's like a like a, an alpha version and stuff. I mean, like, um, I, I don't know, like, yeah, I think it would just be weird. It'd be going to like an arcade in that kind of a sense, and yeah, I like, think what, that would be very good?
0: Why spend hundreds of dollars to go to BlizzCon just so you can play Diablo 3 for? For for two days, yeah. I mean, I mean, do you really want to know that much about the next expansion? That you just have to go.
1: I, I think it's mostly about going out with all your other dorky friends and dressing up, and you know. I think that it's for that whole experience. But at the same time, um, I mean, what like what do they talk about there? Everything that they they talk about is going to be on like MMO Champion and stuff. I would love
0: you know? to go to panels though. That's that's just really yeah. Oh, that would be a lot of cool. Yeah, I'd like that and- would fun. Yeah, and like, uh, I think the first year they had BlizzCon, people were like, oh, you're gonna spend $100 or more, more more than that or whatever to hear about World of Warcraft. That's a waste of money. But I think people soon realized, no, it's about going, hanging out with your friends, like, uh, doing stuff about a game you love, like with a game you love and all that stuff. And, uh, it became more about this, like, the social thing. And that's why they did the online thing, so people could just, you know. Yeah. From uh, the computer or whatever. But yeah, BlizzCon 2011 um, started yesterday. It's actually going on right now.
1: But um, all the big announcements were yesterday. No one cares about the stuff going on today.
0: Yeah, it's just mostly. It's like, what Um, what are you going to do with uh, Holy
1: Radiance for the power?
0: <laughs> and the and
1: developers are just like, ugh. <laughs> when are you going to put it in the dance studio? <laughs> yeah. We want our dance studio. I wonder if Richard
0: or Richard guy's
1: there again. I don't know. But, yeah, so, like, um, I mean, looking at the next expansion... That they, well, they let's exist. talk about non-WOW oh, stuff first, since oh, okay.
0: since we always oh, go on forever about WOW. Um, They had a little bit of Diablo 3 stuff, even though the game is going to be out probably in a, in a few months. Um, they re- they revealed they the box. Yeah, they didn't delay it. They didn't give a release oh. date either,
1: though. That's true.
0: But, uh, yeah, they revealed the box. I think they
1: said, like, November, though. Or, no, they... Yeah.
0: It, it's probably next... early next year. But they re- yeah. revealed a the box. It looks cool. The, the, it was made of cardboard. Collector's Edition, which looks cool. But I guess the, the big Diablo 3 news is uh, if you sign up for the World of Warcraft Annual Pass, meaning 12 months of uninterrupted game time, which you can pay for monthly, you get a
1: free copy of Diablo 3. Not to play it down, but this is the this is the year of World of Warcraft where nothing will be going on because we're waiting for the next expansion to come out.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is pretty smart of Blizzard because our, our last podcast we talked about how players' retention is like lower than it's been in a long time, and if they can get you to sign up for a year and put in one of their big games for free, I think a lot of
1: people are going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. And you get and you get Tyrion's mount in game 2, Did you know that?
0: Yeah, and, and you get
1: uh, it's all glowy. Yeah, I guess that's you get the mount too.
0: And uh, people like their mounts. The only bad part is is uh, aside from the next patch, which is coming up probably by the end of the year in a month or two, there's not going to be a lot going on in World of Warcraft until this new expansion comes out.
1: Yeah, um, and no, I know already... some people
0: like don't mind spending fifteen dollars to you know do whatever, but one reason why I'm not playing anymore is is because, like, well, I did Firelands, like, it's not really interesting to me anymore, I'm not leveling up characters, any of that stuff, I just like, should unsubscribe for a couple months until the patch comes out. Yeah, yeah. And if you That's do the year-long patch, that, by the
1: way. if you do the year-long
0: pass, then you're kind of stuck with it.
1: Like, does your guild hate you now? They're just like, we needed him and he's gone. Oh, no, one reason
0: why I stopped is, uh,
1: because, like, they didn't need me, so. Well. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh. Yeah.
0: So, uh, maybe I'll be well, d- your guild sometime, I don't know.
1: Ho ho, you can come join the misery that is, uh, my guild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. We don't know what will happen with that.
0: But, yeah, Diablo 3, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, actually.
1: Uh. Yeah, um. Even I, though I, I didn't play Diablo too much, but. I, I tried to. For people listening, I tried to get Joseph into Diablo too. We uh we played it like a long time ago. And I remember like the whole time it was just like, Man, these these graphics suck or whatever it was. Yeah, like was the graphics
0: play. are just not good anymore. It's it's and very since tated. I didn't have any nostalgia towards it. It was just yeah. like this really choppy animation, it
1: was hard to get into it, the
0: you know, click 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 click.
1: Yeah, and well in like the um it's just—it's very dated, like the way the game works, you know, and all that. Like, for example, if you die, I mean, it's kind of like a Minecraft way of dying, where all your stuff just like, like falls on the floor, and then like uh, you know, you got to go get your body back, and like all the monsters that killed you are still sitting around camping your corpse, you know, and it's just—it's just a whole mess, you know. I think they've improved on it in the next one, in
0: probably. The- but um, yeah, Diablo three—they had some StarCraft two news for Heart of the Swarm. They showed a new, uh, a trailer, but more importantly is they showed off some more multiplayer units. Yeah. That's really all anyone cares about, right? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we heard about the some of the campaign stuff a couple months ago. Yeah. They're keeping the multiplayer stuff under wraps and, uh, they revealed, um, uh, new units for every race, like, uh, like the Hellion that can, uh, transform into another unit. It's kind of like the Firebat. Um, They, the mini, the, uh, Warhound, which is, like, a mini Thor, and they changed the Thor so you only have one of them per army, so it's more like a ultra-defense
1: unit or something like that. So what, what what's your, what's your prediction on the storyline? Like, what do you think's gonna happen?
0: Um,
1: well, they were showing how
0: Kerrigan is going after Minx, and she's rallying all the, the swarm around her, like, regaining control. Yeah. Um. I don't know, who's who's to say where the story's going to go? Like they 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 had the 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 Zerg Protoss hybrid in the last game.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about the story that's been revealed already because I I just haven't been following it. So um so she's she's going after Minsk then like uh. Well that's I what mean, I, that's what it was in the trailer. Because remember that was one of those like open ended kinds of things in um the first one. Well maybe maybe that's what they're doing is like you know Rayner's. Like because uh, remember like you you go and you kind of like start a bunch of uprisings, you know, against Manx on his home world. um, but he's not really defeated he's still he's still a big power, you know? yeah, so, I think like,
0: I think what's what's going on is Minx is losing power um like and and uh Kerrigan's gonna send the the Zerg after him, so it's gonna be weakened anymore i I bet by the end of the game she's gonna re release whatever evil that he's been working with the Zelnaga with,
1: and, uh... What if, what if there's another twist, and then, like, they start going after Manx, and then, like, in that sense, Raynor and Kerrigan kind of become, become him in that sense, you know, like, they're, you know, just hunting him down, and then just all, like, I don't know, like, this would be kind of deep for StarCraft, I guess, but, like, uh, you know, in, like, um they're just, like, being really ruthless about it and all that, and then eventually, you know, Rainer's just like, wait a second, we shouldn't do this, and, like, maybe well, Kerrigan turns against him or something.
0: I think it's, I mean, so I was gonna focus on Kerrigan, so I think Rainer yeah. is probably gonna be trying to
1: stop her. He's gonna be drinking in the bar. <laughs> it's more drinking. <laughs> He's it's like, like, like oh, she's uh, not the same woman I left a year Oh, ago, yeah, it's gonna be sure. that. It's gonna be him,
0: like, remissing the fact that this isn't the woman he fell in love with. Yeah. In the in the in the two missions, she appeared in StarCraft One. <laughs> they'll,
1: they'll be uh, they'll be in bed, you know, and he'll just be like, "Wait a second, you didn't have these tentacles before?
0: Not what's going on?"
1: Not <laughs> that I'm complaining. <laughs> but, uh... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know where the storyline could go. That I mean, the first one, like, um, I, I'm trying to remember if I knew the plot, like if I could see the plot twist coming or what's his face was. I think it's like, they, you know, you obviously know that, um, I don't remember his name, Tychus or whatever. You, you obviously can tell he's up to something, you know, and you're just like, oh, what's this guy doing? But by the time you get to the end of that, that episode, you you kind of forget that he's that he's potentially a bad guy, you know? Yeah, it's
0: like, by the end of Wings of Liberty, it was like, oh, Tychus is here to kill Kerrigan. And I'm like, wait a minute, they've been setting that up the entire game. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I just kind of, I just kind of put it in the back of my head where it's like, well you might be doing something questionable, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- that was really well set up. Um, there's a couple, there's a couple plot points that kind of disappeared. Like, there's that one girl that kind of became a love interest for a bit, but you know, she she had to disappear, because like, depending on which uh, side of that level you choose, either you end up killing her, or she just goes away, you know? Like, so she's probably not going to come back, since that was like an optional ending. Um... I, I don't know. Like it, it's yeah. Like you said, this is me focusing a lot on Kerrigan. And you think do you think she's still going to be like the queen of blades? But now she's going to be all like angry because they took away all of her power. I think that's
0: pretty much what it is. I think she still has control over over the the swarm,
1: um, but she's lost a lot of that ability. So she has to regain it. So. Uh, huh. Interesting. I do you think, think she's going to be working with Rainer or anything. They think that they're going to be like. I think, I
0: think she's separate. Like, I don't know where the story will go, but, uh... It's like Rainer's like, Whoa, calm down, Kerrigan. She's like, (laughs) I'm scary now.
1: Uh." I have tentacles.
0: Yeah. So like I said, they're adding more units. They're actually taking away some of the units. Like the, uh, carriers going away. I think that's a good idea. And the, uh, motherships going away. Um, they're making the Thor different. Where you only have one of them per army. Uh... They didn't say anything about the Zerg and it, multiplayer units, like, uh, getting rid of anything. But they're adding a new uh, a flying unit that you kind of... Oh, they're getting rid of the Overseer, and they're replacing them with the,
1: oh, really? with the Viper, which really? would also be a... Wait, what was the Overseer? Uh, it was, the, was that the thing that you could... It was like the, the detector thing? Yeah, yeah it, was the Overlord it was the mutated
0: into. Uh, Overlord, or oh, okay. yeah, Overlord. And, then... and uh, they're replacing the Overseer with the Viper, which is a flying unit that
1: can pull and pull units from it. Yeah, using tentacles. Using tentacles. Lots of tentacles in this in this next game. Yeah, so maybe you won't have to, because it was a
0: pain sending overlords or overseers everywhere. Yeah, it kind of was. So now so you have a more useful
1: unit that can do that. Um, so I mean, so like StarCraft 2, uh, and I guess the Protoss expansion will be after that. And I don't know, I don't know how this whole thing's gonna end. I don't even really know who would like. So the this is gonna end,
0: ends. I think, with the final. Yeah. them bunker down in one little place on Ire with all the all the hybrids yeah that, yeah like it was hinted at in uh in part one yep and,
1: but now Raynor will be there and Kerrigan will be there yep. and and it'll be like they all hold hands and learn the true meaning of family and friendship and it'll, that defeats the enemy
0: it'll be like the end of a Toy Story 3
1: yeah and then they'll and they'll resurrect Tassadar, and then he'll he'll come back and blow up another carrier, and it'll be amazing. Um, <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. Another thing, too, is I have no idea, like, as far as uh, Diablo 3 goes, the story there either. Like, again, it's another big mystery. I mean, I'm just like, oh, what could they do, you know? Like, we already killed Satan himself, you know? <laughs> oh, Diablo. Yeah. I saw a picture of
0: the Diablo in Diablo 3, and it had very uh, effeminate features. Oh weird. So like, I don't really know like Diablo lore that much, but maybe like some woman, maybe that woman in the in the trailers becomes the new Diablo somehow, <laughs> and then Diablo is just like, you know,
1: oh why why do I have to have a woman's body?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean it definitely had like a thin waist and big hips
1: and, and very uh, a very feminine art style. Weird. So, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Um, neither. This is another, this another? another universe that like? Because it's like I didn't think they're gonna make another one because they. I mean, for those of you who you know follow it, they destroyed the world pillar and all that in the end of the second one. So you know they kind of foreshadowed that this could go on. But I mean, really, you've killed all the prime evils. Like, what could be done? You know, like, what are they going to do? From the video and they th-
0: showed, they're kind of hinting that there's this other big demon wanting to become one of the prime evils, and yeah. uh, Decker Kane's niece is trying
1: to, like, kind of unwillingly preventing it from happening. Me- he didn't have a niece in the other games. When was she born? Like, between them? He's an old man. How did he manage to have a niece between these games?
0: He's... Maybe he's ageless,
1: so I have no idea. <laughs> Deckard Kane. Her well, true, <laughs> yep. I think Deckard Kane's one of Blizzard's most classic characters. Like, I, I put him right up there with Thrall and, like, you know, Kerrigan and stuff. I mean, he's just... I don't know what it is about that guy, but everyone just thinks he's just the bee's knees. <laughs> Take a while. and listen. I, I usually curse all the time, by the way. I am always sitting here desperately trying to think of things to say in place of curse words, because I don't you know, like having those on here. <laughs> it's like, it's the bee's knees. <laughs> uh, if you make a robot swear, we bleep it. Oh, you do? We don't make a habit of it. Uh, oh, oh. I was <laughs> um, like, really? Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> so, um...
0: Another thing they showed off briefly, and I think it's playable, is uh,
1: Blizzard Dota.
0: Oh yeah, <coughs> you is, can uh, have
1: the Witch King, and he's green!
0: But yeah, which is a, a StarCraft II mod, I think. And um I think they said they totally reworked it from their displaying last year. And I'm pretty huh. sure because they saw League of Legends and all those games were just so popular, This is you know, we should
1: put some more effort in- into this. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. I mean, Dota was created in, like, Warcraft 3, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Like, that was where it originally spawned from, so...
0: Like, so Blizzard's
1: uh, cashing in on that. They're selling Dota out. Dota
0: coming out pretty soon, so... Yeah. Interesting stuff. I'm looking at the comments on MO Champion.
1: Oh, don't do that. <laughs> now turn the <Don't>. podcast. <laughs> You're gonna start getting mad. Because okay. all of them are mad. Well, you know... Like this you know, World of Warcraft, new expansion.
0: <laughs> what is it this time? Is it an old god destroying the world? Or is it Deathwing's brother coming and destroying the world? Or is it Illidan is
1: back and he's destroying the world? What's going on? No, it's it's the Alliance and the Horde destroying the world.
0: Huh.
1: It's it? it's we. we are the villains in this we are expansion. The villains. Isn't that interesting? Huh. So what's the new race? Uh, pandas for both factions.
0: Pandas,
1: pandas.
0: So no one was surprised by this, but Blizzard did a really good job of not leaking anything. Um, the the next yeah, World War for Warcraft, the one
1: expansion everyone predicted.
0: Well, I mean, all all we had to go on was that a uh, copyright thing. True.
1: I mean, at the same time, you know, like we, we were sitting around guessing things. We 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 pretty much like guessed this entire expansion like spot on. Well, like we were, we were going, going into
0: like, like Emerald Dream stuff
1: in our. In that's our true, stock. but I mean, but, we were only saying that because we thought of like, you know, where are they going to put it next? But
0: yeah, so World of Warcraft: of Pandaria,
1: um, the next expansion. It's about pandas, ironically.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh new playable race, Pandarans. It can be on the Alliance or the Horde.
1: Do um, you, you think that's lazy, or do you think that's that's uh, clever?
0: I think they just didn't want to shove in another race if they didn't have a good fit for it. Yeah. And uh, I think the lore behind Pandaria is are they're saying they want to bring peace between the Alliance and the Horde.
1: so they Like s- killing each other. So
0: like they send representatives from one end <laughs> and to the other end,
1: you know, and try to yeah, yeah. bring peace or whatever. Or, um, Wouldn't it be funny if in game, if you were a Pandaren, you can't kill other Pandarans no matter what faction they're on? Yeah, it's kind of lore breaking in that way. I know, that, that would be pretty funny, like, if you go into, like, a Warsong Gulch, and there's, like, half of their team is Pandarans, and, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, we lost, you know? Well, like,
0: this, like, they keep on saying, like, this is a land of peace and tranquility and balance, but as soon as you join the Horde as level 10,
1: you're out. Killing night elves and, <laughs> and doing all this horrible stuff. <laughs> well, I don't think the pandas you play as are um like like because it says that these pandarans left like ten thousand oh, years that, ago or something that is on a true. turtle, and they're then they left to um to explore the world. So I mean like a lot of time has gone by. That's ten thousand years. So like the, like so the pandarans you play as don't aren't like kind of the same mentality. Yeah, like I think that they I think that they left because they're just like you guys suck. We're leaving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so
0: you have a new you
1: have a new class actually like we
0: weren't sure if they were gonna have a new class and a new race, but uh, the monk.
1: I really like that it's not a hero class.
0: Yeah, it starts level one. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have minded it. I I think it just made more sense for a Death Knight.
1: Yeah, It's like, start of a higher level because of their well, their story and stuff. The the problem with hero classes is too is it's very difficult not to make them overpowered. You know, because you need to keep them balanced with the rest of the game, but to make it a hero class, it's got to feel special somehow, and you can't just be like, well, here's all the flight points, you know. The, <laughs> like, it, Like I mean, that's it's basically... Because originally, Death Knights had, like, a you know brand new... Well, I guess um, monks have, like, a brand new uh, resource system, too. And I, In fact, from what I've been reading, monks are a very different kind of class altogether.
0: Yeah, I don't know much
1: about their resource system, but I know it's called Chi... And it kind of goes back and forth between light and dark. And you have to find a well, balance. I think like you... Well, yeah, it's something like you have chi and it regenerates. And then you use that to use jab or roll. Um, I don't know what roll does, but jab is like, you know... Oh, it's your basic, you know, like, attack. And um and jab generates light or dark, like energy. Or karma or whatever. <laughs> and, like, um you know, whenever that gets to, like, a certain point, I guess you can use that for other abilities or something. Uh, another interesting thing is that they, based on the weapon you're carrying, you can use different abilities too. Like there's like a like a staff spin and like a you know a sword thing and yeah. So that. all their
0: attacks are you know barehanded, but you can use your weapon for special finishing moves. Yeah. And that's where the kind of I guess uniqueness in your attack spins on your weapons. I think you use uh, swords, staffs, um, maces, pole arms, magic wands, <laughs> magic wands. <laughs> um. So. They can be tanks. You poke people with them. They can be tanks, healers, and
1: melee. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good thing. I mean, like, when they added Death Knights, my biggest complaint was that that there wasn't a healer hybrid to go with it. That didn't make sense for Death Knights to be a healing class. Oh, obviously. But, I mean, like, um, you know, like, they didn't introduce another class to to kind of balance it out. Because remember when Wrath of the Lich King came out, and at the very beginning, there were tanks everywhere, but there were no healers, you know, and then, like... I remember, it, uh, now it's kind of the reverse, but I mean, back yep, then too, please. I would felt that there were plenty of tanks anyway.
0: So the, the unique thing about the monk is they have no auto-attack.
1: Yeah. The, the, it, well, I mean, like, caster class is already kind of like this, but if you can imagine a caster class in melee, that's basically what it is. Yeah, I mean, we're talking
0: about you press an attack, it does it automatically, and you have to use that for every one of your attacks. There's no auto-attack for, you know,
1: stuff. So like that. the faster you press your buttons, the the more damage you do. <laughs> which is which is kind of interesting. I mean, like, I've got a friend on World of Warcraft, and we talk all the time about how we feel the game could be better revamped, and uh, but it just can't anymore because the engine is outdated or whatever. And um, one of the things, like, we'd really like to see is more of an action-adventure kind of style, where, like, you know, like, when you play Legend of Zelda, you know, like, you've got your controller there, and you, you know, you press the A button, and he, Link swings his sword and stuff like that. So, you know, whenever you get that boss stunned, you run over, and it's not... You know, like you use it there, and you're just like pounding, you know, these different buttons trying to take that thing down. You know, whereas World of Warcraft is more like a giant calculator for a lot of classes. Like, let's say you have a rogue, like I have a rogue, and um, I feel like it's just like a big formula, like in the form of a character model, and you'll punch in different values into its, you know, very various like things. Like for example, you know, like okay, well I need this much haste, I need this much crit, I need this much, um, you know, mastery, I need this much hit rating. And then, like, if you plug all those numbers in correctly, it gives you, you know, the proper output. And I I, I really don't like that that kind of gameplay style. I know that's just kind of how RPGs <laughs> are. But The Monk looks like it's a very different take on that. You know, like, you actually have to, you know, like, it's a kind of thing where you got to go and, like, you know, hit your buttons really fast and kill things, you know, so...
0: Yeah, I think uh, Age of Conan had a battle system where you were really involved in, like... Key combinations and in, in, in the directions of your attacks, and like Warcraft obviously can't really do that because it's not in the engine.
1: Yeah, exactly. What the
0: monk yeah. is, you know, if you want to do the special attack, you have to make sure this, this, and this
1: happens, and then it's not going to do it for you. Yeah. So uh, and then that's good. I like that. I mean, yeah. it'll probably make it hard to play, but I, you know, I, I, you know me, I'm all for higher difficulty. And it can be a healer
0: and tanks too, so.
1: Be interesting to see how that. They they said something about that the healer spec for Pandaren's will be standing up with the melee. Really? It'll be up in it, yeah. It'll be up in melee range. So I wonder how that's gonna work.
0: I really wonder. That's that's pretty
1: interesting. I wonder if they have to attack the boss to, to like to get. Wouldn't that be funny? They have to attack the boss and it heals everybody.
0: <laughs> I don't know because healing you're watching the bar. You're not worrying about the boss. I don't, know. I
1: don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. And they haven't really said yet anything about it. So, um, they just say that it exists, and then they made that one blurb about it.
0: So pandaren's can I,
1: be. I was watching. Oh, oh go ahead. I was gonna say it was funny because you know, they had a little interview with Chris Metzen that I watched on the live streaming, and like he. He's just with so like the Pandaren. He's just like, oh, they're just a race of these big fluffy animals, and they're they're just here to bring peace to everybody. And I'm like, Chris Metz is a you hippie, and like, uh, it's just funny though because like you can really tell that Blizzard loves these things, and like they, right. they said that they wanted to put them in during Burning Crusade, but they just couldn't make it work with the story. Like he actually admitted that was going to be the Alliance race back then.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, like, and I'm glad the drain I were in Burning Crusade because the whole story was about. Like them and the Blood Elves. Yeah. And
1: so, then they disappeared and you never see them again for the rest of it. The- <laughs> yeah. Well, at least now the new
0: race is going to be directly, you know... That's true.
1: I mean, it's going to be...
0: A, the, the expansion is about them. It takes place in their home, their uh, homeland. And you'll be solving yeah. problems that have existed there for, for 10,000
1: years. You actually kind of cause a few of the problems. I, I guess part of the story for the beginning is like, you know, the Horde and the Alliance are, are at war. Like they're 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 going to war with each other and they're like at at sea in a naval battle. And um and they like something happens and their their ships crash and they wash up on the shores of, of Pandaria and like you know the Horde of the north, the Alliance are at the south. And like the first thing they start doing is they start like contacting, you know, like the local denizens of this place. I think it's like um I don't remember the names of these things. There's different animals that are you know that live there. And they turn them against each other to like further their own causes. And I was like, that's really cool that the Horde and the Alliance are basically the villains in this expansion.
0: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, there, there is no there is no centralized villain. It's like all the all the bad guys you'll be fighting are like well, I don't really know Kobolds. what they have, but yeah, but they're gonna have like there's a oppressive, like, government that's been keeping them under control for for like thousands of years, and it's probably gonna be the, the like what the instances and stuff are about, but um, real quick about the Pandarian, they can be warriors, rogues, mages, priests, rogues, shamans. Um, I miss one and uh, monks, obviously, hunters, warlocks. No warlocks. Oh, no paladins, no death knights, and any any race can be a monk except for goblins and worgen. And warlocks. Warlocks. Um, I, <laughs> I, I guess the goblin and the organ can't because they can't fit it
1: into the storyline. Maybe. Maybe yeah. It's weird because I could see a organ being a monk. Yeah. You know, maybe not a goblin.
0: I mean, if a, a Torrin and a gnome
1: can, I mean. <laughs> yeah, a gnome monk. That's weird. I mean, I can see a Torin monk. Uh, like the, they could, it kind of like I could see that in their culture. Like, what about like maybe like a Drenai monk think you know, That makes some sense. Yeah. A human monk, obviously. They're gonna a, a blood elf monk, really? Though that's a little strange.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, Can you uh,
1: imagine a blood elf running around in like a a robe with like a stick, and he's just like, I gotta build my balance. <laughs> hmm. Too much. Car- <laughs> so uh. I
0: don't what else? Know. <laughs> so uh, they're
1: they're totally reworking the talents. Yeah. So
0: more on the gameplay side, um, they're they're a new a totally new
1: uh talent system. Now, you you guessed this one. I didn't. I didn't think they were going to do it. Um, you were telling me about that that prediction, and I was just like, eh, I, I kind of like the way talents are. I'm not against it. I just, I thought, I didn't, I didn't think there was a problem with it.
0: Well, there's not a problem, except if you kind of look at it and it's like, oh, every, every spec is basically taking the same spells, and then there's a couple things that are <laughs> kind of unique.
1: Well, yeah, the, the way the specs are now, or the talent trees anyway... Is that, you know, you pick one when you hit level 10, and there's pretty much only one way. I mean, like, even if you want to, like, let's say you want to be really crazy and pick up a bunch of things that no one else does, you know. Because that's kind of what Blizzard intended is, you know, you go your own way. I mean, you really still can't. Like, there's pretty, you know, clear-cut choices on what you're going to do. And even then, like, the the extra choices that you have, you know, there's maybe only one or two as you go down the tree. Like, it pretty much doesn't need to exist. And there
0: weren't enough choices. Yeah. So it's like to make you feel special. Like on my, my shaman I could uh I can choose to go into Ghost Wolf automatically or I can do something else. I mean that's really the only unique thing thing I have. So now there are no uh, talent trees anymore. You you pick your spec, and then when you level up you gain whatever abilities you need to from that spec.
1: Yeah, so like if you're going to be a resto druid, for example, you'll get wild growth, you'll get healing touch, and everything else as you level up, and you won't be bogged down, from what I understand, by like feral abilities and balance abilities. Well, I mean, probably they'll they'll still be, you'll still learn them, but like um, you know, like they won't they won't be as big of a deal. I guess I don't really know how to say it.
0: (laughs) Some people might cry they're simplifying it, making it too, they're they're mainstreaming the process too much. But honestly, like I said. Everyone got the same stuff. If there was a difference yeah. in, in talents, it was just a couple points.
1: Well, it's not like you're you're just not going to get wild growth or tree of yeah. life. I mean, you know? it, you're just not going to do that.
0: Why wouldn't you take those spells, or else? You yeah, know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be your spec. So what they are doing is they're adding a brand new. This is kind of like what Path of the Ancients was a little bit, but they're they're going to be adding new tiers of talents that where each
1: one each tier has three choices. And you can choose one of them per tier. Yeah, you choose one every fifteen levels, and you can't. You can only get one of them. This is probably going to be very similar to the uh, StarCraft II like talent system, essentially, where you, you know, like you you collect like Zerg research and you bring it back to your your little ship, and it'll uh, and it goes up the chart, and then like you get so much, and eventually you can choose between like having a bunker that shoots fire or like getting a bunker that is more fortified or something, you know? Yeah.
0: So even though there's three, I'm gonna give an example of two here. I know it's one of the shaman ones is you can have a healing stream totem, which you know heals your 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 party around you, or you can have a buff that will cause 40% of your damage to heal everyone around you. Yeah. So each one kind of does the same thing, but each one is a little bit different. Like if if you're an elemental DPS, you might want to have that healing buff
1: it gives you instead of the healing stream totem. Yeah, Because yeah, I mean, I could see obviously a resto shaman's gonna want to pick up the totem. Yeah. What's the What's the third one in that tier? Do you know?
0: Um, I don't. Re- oh, it's uh, something with healing rain that makes it. Uh, that that protects.
1: That helps. Oh, like protect- you take less damage or something. Yeah.
0: It's, it's actually pretty cool if
1: you're a resto. If. Uh, you know, if you're doing a lot of
0: AOE damage, it'll take less
1: damage and be AOE healed. Yeah, see, I don't know what would be better, getting the totem or getting the healing rain thing, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like, what are you... Like, in a raid situation, you're going to use a healing stream totem whenever, uh, like, there's AOE damage going on.
0: Yep. And you can change these. On
1: obviously. So you it's like, would you, you want to put a healing stream totem that's going to heal everyone a little bit? Or do a have the healing rain that makes them take less damage? Yeah. You know, it's pretty much up to your play style.
0: It, and you can change them like you do glyphs. So...
1: The, um, I, I guess personally i'd probably go with the this is you know getting into it, but like i guess i'd probably go with the healing rain personally cuz so you can you can place it on the ground what well, what would you go with um it depends on the fight really the, if if the it's the totem's going to be if it's like different the
0: Ragnaros stuff. fight where you have that phase where you're all grouped up and you're taking a lot of damage then i would do the healing rain yeah if it's uh, a regular old fight i would do the healing stream so they're actually adding See, none of those are bad choices, so you can make yeah. so you can, depending on the fight or your personal taste, you can just choose whatever talent you
1: want, and, uh... Well, it's like that one where they get an AoE deal, and then this is to any spec, keep in mind. You could, uh, be, Arrestor, you could oh, yeah. be a Resto Druid, you could be an Enhancement Shaman, and, like, if you're, like, an Enhancement Shaman, you'll still get those three choices. It'll still be, like, do you want this, do you want the the Healing rain, do you want the Totem, or do you want the, you know, your attacks do this, you know, um... So, I mean, that, that that's pretty cool, actually. Like, like for example, as a druid, you get the one where you can either get a, um, an attack where you shift into bear form and do a roar and it, like, stuns everything within, like, 10 yards for so many seconds. Or you get one where you do, a, like, you create, like, a cyclone and it pulls everything within 10 yards to your character. Or you get typhoon, which is, you know, you, you shoot it out and you knock everything back in front of you. And I was thinking, like, you know, different situations Let's say you're on Ragnaros. Um, having the knockback would be pretty good, you know, if you're balanced or something, because you can knock all the ads away. If you're resto and you're standing in the back, it'd be really nice to have the vortex thing because you can pull everything back away from the hammer and stuff like that. You know, like again, it's it's not a very clear cut choice, you know.
0: Yeah, this is kind of what I think pathiations evolved
1: into. Probably is this. Um... I think this is. I think Blizzard has struck absolute gold with this decision. Yeah, like, I think... To be honest, because this is something they've been trying to do since the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think uh, uh, Cataclysm was a big step in the right direction, but it didn't go quite far enough. And uh yeah. this is like, okay, I think we... This is the best we can do with the talents right now, with this engine. Yeah. And, uh... So, that's gonna be nice. It's gonna add some personalization and all that. Um They talked about the raids, which... I, I was half expecting them to say... Only one raid type, 15
1: people. I, I'm still holding out that they do.
0: <laughs> and who knows, they might do that later because they didn't announce, like, the, uh, a cataclysm raid stuff right away. But, um,
1: yeah, but Hopefully they really are lynched. pushing,
0: they really are pushing the raid finder
1: as the thing you do after heroics. Yeah, yeah, like, you know how in Wrath, you know, you'd, you'd level up, and you pretty much just went straight to Heroics. Like, there wasn't a lot of build-up towards that, whereas in Cataclysm, it was like the Heroics were really hard, yeah. and you, you had to work your way into Heroics. Well, so now that they've got the Raid Finder tool, that's kind of taking the place of that. You level up, you can do your Heroic Dungeons, you know, they're going to be the same difficulty as the Wrath ones, I guess, which is yeah. a little disappointing, but at the same time, they've got the Raid Finder, which is the next step up. And, like, that's going to be, you know... The, basically the same difficulty as the, the heroics we had now. So I'm, I'm okay with that. And I
0: the heroics it's... now were tough, but they weren't super hard. Yeah. So, yeah, so five-man heroics are going to be, like, un- kind of unfortunately back to Wrath, where they were just weren't hard at all. Or, who knows, it may be a little bit harder. And, and they're saying, like, to gear up for raid propers, you, um... Well, I don't think they would force people to to do raid finder if you're in a guild but they're saying if you want that extra boost in gear then do the raid finder and not
1: heroics yeah well yeah i guess that the um well yeah because i guess the finder is probably going to give you a lot more valor than like the heroics will if you think about it
0: yeah like I mean, if you're in a guild then
1: i don't think you know doing raid finder
0: is really what you want to do if you want to like go right into normal raiding I
1: would because I'm crazy. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, would get like, on my I probably will to
0: too, just, just so yeah. to see the, the,
1: the stuff. Another interesting thing they talked about, with the introduction of the Raid Finder, you might be able to do cross-realm raids as well. Like, you can bring in your friends, because it's going to have to be cross-realm regardless, you know. Yeah. But, like, maybe you can go ahead and, like, you have your, your own raid, and you can bring in friends from other servers, you know, like kind of how dungeons work nowadays.
0: I still think eventually we're going to get real ID grouping where you can just invite people from other realms. Into your raid, yeah. just like your 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 normal raid. Um, yeah, but they're talking about dungeon challenges, which is this pretty like fun. Yeah, so this is uh not really for gear, necessarily, but it scales your gear to a certain item level. So if you have super awesome gear, it'll scale it downwards, and uh, <laughs> so you, get, yeah, and they give you uh challenges to do within the instance, like do it in X amount of time or whatever. So it's kind of like the uh, ZA Bear uh, Bear Run. The Beer Run. The Beer Run. So it's saying, this is a challenge dungeon, we're going to give you X amount of gear, and if you do it
1: this fast, then you get something special. Yeah, which is pretty cool, I like that. Because, um, I mean, you have the Bear Run, you have the Drake Run now, and eventually everyone just overpowers it. It becomes mm-hmm. really easy. And, you know, I don't mind that, because I know that I can get that on all my characters, but at the same time it's like you know why did why you put this in here why bother you know like if it's going to become easy anyway then like what's the point of having it be a special challenge you know
0: and this is one step closer to them doing that with like normal instances and uh raids where they can scale your item level back to be whatever it was when that was relevant and uh, so it's
1: still really hard yeah when yeah you're... so it may
0: be a little easier because of your new spells and stuff but um you know, it won't be a cakewalk, and I think I think that's something we'll see eventually too. Because they have, they also have yeah, which I,
1: again I'm I'm in agreement with. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah, they have something called and and PV. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just saying that the nice thing too is like you know the gear you can get from the challenges is like there's no stats on it. It's just like you know you get like some some shoulder pads, and they're all supposed to look like really cool. And at first I was like, well, that's dumb. If there's no stats, then why would I want it even if it does look cool? But I was like, wait, wait a second, there's transmogrification, so yep. you can still get to, you know, run around and show it off and everything, you know, which I really like.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's another endgame option. They also have PvE scenarios, which... Um, this seems weird to me. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't like change, Joseph. <laughs> they were saying it's, it's stuff like, uh, like defend the outpost from in, invading whatever, so you would have to, like, you know, hold the line, and it's up to like three or twenty five. Uh, it can be as few as three or as many as a uh, twenty five people. And uh, it's you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like a PVE event where like, you're you're doing stuff. It's not quite a dungeon.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like how you get the group quests now. You know, where you got to go kill like some boss or whatever. Like you know, like for example, the Wrathgate thing. Like this wasn't a group quest, but you know, where they sent you to the Undercity and all that, and you have to go defend it. Like, that's probably what a, what a scenario is going to be like. Only it'll be more instanced and more controlled. Yeah, like,
0: it's sort of a screenshot where you have to defend a Gold Shire from a... Gold, from the Headless Horseman? From a Gold
1: Tooth or whatever. <laughs> you know, the little uh, cobalt. Yeah, thing yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of a new take on phasing, too, I guess. Yeah, it's all going to be instanced and all that stuff. Um, defend Goldshire. The prostitutes need defending. <laughs> <laughs> for our service, and uh, another thing is a
0: uh, daily quest. They're saying will award valor points. It's like, oh, oh.
1: oh that's right. Yeah, it's like
0: uh, if you if you complete like a a daily quest hub, you know, for the day, then it will give you valor points. What they're saying is,
1: like, like all all these s-
0: things will give uh, a valor point. So they're saying. Like, you don't have to do Heroics, you don't have to do Raid Finder, you don't have to do Raids if you want to get your valor points. You don't even have to turn on World of Warcraft. <laughs> we'll just give them to you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> it's, a, um, it's one of those casual, like, the way to make the game more casual, which kind of makes me mad.
1: But, I mean... You can only get so many a week anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like people are going to be getting it any faster. And for someone like me, like, for example, this... Last week, last week I got Valor Captain on and for the first time in a long time, because you know we would do Firelands, and then I'd be like pretty much working the rest of the week, and it's just like I don't have time to do all the dungeons. I I just don't, you know. Um, and forget about it on my other characters. So it's it's kind of nice that like uh you know you can have more options that you know make it easier to do. Yeah, but personally I don't
0: care if people have raid level gear from doing five mans or doing like a daily. How dare they for for a month like. That doesn't bother me, but it bothers a lot of people, and we we kind of uh, talked about that in our last podcast. Yeah. Um, another thing they're adding is a uh, the pet battle system. The, did you read about
1: this? I told you to read about it. Did you do it? I,
0: I, I skimmed it. It's, it's basically Pokemon, right?
1: It, it's it is it is Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's funny because when they first announced this, I was just like, oh, just a stupid pet arena. Like I'm sure this is gonna be like the next dance studio kind of thing. But like um it's pretty massive. Like, this like this is a huge feature they're putting in here. Like, there's gonna be pet, like, there's gonna be like, you know, little critters wandering around the world that you can capture by, by like, you know, throwing out your little, like, you know, companion pet at it and then battling it and then if it loses you get to keep it. Yeah, so and you have like a little Pokedex thing that like charts like everything's strengths and weaknesses and, yeah, and like, like you, a more. You,
0: you you use your companion pets to do, basically do
1: Pokemon battles and, uh, just had this image of like some warrior, you know, like, you know, like, someone like wearing like the the best tier armor, and he's just like, bro, like, like a, to like a little like rabbit, and he like takes out like a, a squirrel and throws it at it, and he's just like,
0: fight, <laughs> and then you know,
1: and then like the the squirrel beats the rabbit up, and he just takes the rabbit and puts it in his pouch. Mine. <laughs> um, I think it has potential to be really
0: popular. I mean. Like, if, if you were bored one night, like, you're not doing raids, you don't want to do quests, like, but you want to do basically Pokemon battles with people on your realm, I mean,
1: I think that's a legitimate time killer. Yeah, and it gives you EXP. Does it? Yeah, it gives you EXP. I'm sure it's going to give you other things. At level it gives you five. Valor Points. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, get you your Valor
0: Point cap by making little animals fight each other. <laughs> I don't think it does that. I think it's strictly, uh... For fun, maybe it gives you experience because it is something you're doing.
1: It'd be funny if you could get them weapons and armor. I think you like, can. Well, I don't know about like you can. You like stats and stuff. Customize their abilities, like the way they look.
0: Yeah, this is kind of like we're saying. Like you need to put like a card game in here, and this is kind of like that. Did we say that? Well, I mean, maybe not a podcast. But I always thought like a, a card game would be a good thing to have, and this is basically yeah,
1: that. This I mean, is this was. And they they talked about how, like... And this sounds interesting, because, like, the way that the critters work in the world, they're not just, like, you know, oh, you know go to L1. Because, you know, right now there's, like, rabbits that just run around, so you can just go there and find one. But it's going to be... They're going to change it. They're going to set up so that, like, you know, if it's raining, there might be different kinds of critters out there. If it's, like, in the springtime, there'll be different kinds of critters out there. You know, I mean, like, it's... That's kind of cool that they're putting that level of, like detail into it, you know. Like it's not just like, you know, the way it is now, where it's just like, oh I want to go get a snake or you know, where's Deratar, you know? Um I, I, I don't know. Like I I as it, corny as it is, I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what else? Um oh yeah um I did read that uh Blizzard was concerned about stats getting way too high. Like they're just getting higher and higher every expansion. So they actually said when the 5.0 patch hits, we're going to be lowering everyone's stats oh, on, on their gear. And, uh... So, when you reach level 90, it's not going to be ridiculous. It, it might be even back to, like, Wrath levels. I don't, I don't really know that. but
1: That's interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, like, DPS meters are getting out of control. Where it's just yeah. like, oh, well, you need to pull 3 million DPS. To-
0: <laughs> yeah, like they said, once, once the pre-expansion patch hits, you're your gear will be weaker and so will all the bosses in, in the in the content and they're saying when you're leveling up um, you know when you get a few level like levels higher than something you can kill it real easily yeah and they were saying there might be a, a 10 level difference like a, a monster may be a, a 10 levels below you
1: but it might still be a challenge to beat. Ooh, I kind of like that because um, even though because stuff really isn't much of a challenge, but it, yeah, it wasn't vanilla.
0: You know, like take a, like the same amount of time to
1: to kill it yeah. at level
0: twenty than it does at level ten.
1: That was kind of how it was back in vanilla, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it just things weren't just as out of control because nowadays it's like I've got my hunter, and I mean I don't even have to try. Like it's it's just like I walk over to something and Serpent sting it. My pet will run over to it and I'm like, oh, you know, uh, kill command, and the thing just dies. One thing oh, I noticed oh, oh, when yeah. I was leveling up
0: in the in the new uh, the Cataclysm zones, like the one through sixty stuff, is you want to level stuff really fast. Yeah, you do, and uh, and and this will help that definitely. Oh, so that's um, interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, they, they said flat out in the fact that we're going to be lowering, like lowering everyone's stats. Like you they're calling stats. it the EP nerf. Yep. And uh, so when you reach level ninety, it may not be that much different than it. Was a level 85. Hmm. I mean, it'll be different for sure, but. Yeah, yeah. Um. See, what else we missed? It's all so different. We haven't talked about, like, kind of the art style of, of Pandaria, which is this really, really nice.
1: Yeah, like, I was definitely spot on with the way I was thinking they were going to do it if they did Pandaria with, like, the Asian theme kind of stuff. It was like, you know, you're going to have, like, the the coastal pillars with the little trees on top of them and stuff like that, you know. Like, bamboo forests and all that. Like, that's all in there. And, like, uh, the architecture looks really cool and stuff, you know. Like, it's very... I mean, like, this is obvious, but it really reminds me of Kung Fu Panda. Like, it it looks like it's taken right out of the movie.
0: In a really good way, too, because that, that, that movie
1: had a really good art style. Yeah.
0: And, uh... I like how they made the they they like the Pandarians aren't all cute and cuddly. You no, know, I mean <laughs> they they're have hair on their faces. I mean they're, they're just you know humanoid pandas, and pandas are bears, so. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Kung Fu Panda where he has big googly
1: eyes and all that stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what zone? if that was like one of the faces?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, the zones look really cool. Like, I think there's one zone that takes place on top of a of a plateau,
1: which is neat. Ooh. There's, like, one that's in, like, it's all icy. Yeah, there's, there's one, one like, that's on the back of a turtle. That's kind of cool. Yeah that's, that's like the, starting uh, zone. yeah, that's the Pandarian starting zone. I thought it was funny that that was a selling point. Like, they're at BlizzCon, and they have the big thing up there, and they're just like, this zone is on a turtle! And it's like, that's, like, one of the key points. And I it remind like, me
0: of uh,
1: of Avatar The Last Airbender,
0: because there was a big giant turtle that was basically the size of an island.
1: Well, oh, they're, they're just ripping it off.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's part of, like,
1: <laughs> you know, old yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff.
0: But yeah, like uh, even even though like there's really no story hook, like like a Deathwing or an Arthas, um, I think this this is a nice little break from all that. It'll give them a chance to you know it'll have villains in there, but it'll it'll be like lower lower tier villains, like just things that were like the evil warlord
1: of evil place on Pandaria. That's probably. I could see the final dungeon being like. You're going up against the other faction, you know. You know well, like that'd be kind of cool. Pretty
0: interesting because even original World of Warcraft, they introduced you know villains to be raid bosses, but they were also they were also um, grabbing it from previous points in the lore. Like Nefarian was Deathwing's son and Onyxia's daughter, and uh Kel'thuzad was all was part of the Lich King thing, and and
1: Cthulhu was. From Starcraft or something.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, like the uh, Encourage was like the the most original they got basically, it, and then Molten Core. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So like, I'm actually interested to see what what storylines they bring up in this new expansion. I,
1: I predict because they've got this new thing called the Shaw, which is like you know, whenever, like, bad things happen, or there's, like, conflict, or war, or whatever, like, there's this evil energy that's kind of, like, put out from it, which uh, is, like, a very, you know, kind of karma-ish kind of thing to it, which kind of like this. So the idea of the Horde and the Alliance being at war and turning all of Pandaria against each other, you know, to to further their own ends, like, I have a prediction that, like, that, like, the Shah are gonna, like, really start manifesting all over the place. Uh, okay, that makes lot of sense.
0: So it's, like, kind of the evil energy starts to Manifest themselves, and yeah,
1: show. like the Horde and the Alliance are like literally ripping the world apart with their with their conflict.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the new novels is supposed to kind of set up the stage for the war between each other. Like apparently, like Jaina is going to be like a, a go to war with Thrall and all that stuff. So it's gonna be... Oh, really? Oh, so Jaina's mad at him now? Well, or something. <laughs> like they're saying like it's going to be a a game changer, and the book stars Jaina. So
1: oh. Um she, she's mad because Thrall cheated on her. He got married. With with Garrosh. <laughs> no with uh <ogre>. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why she's mad.
0: Go well. She's we just cannot like, do this to go
1: well. Oh, but she's a throwaway character. Uh <laughs> <laughs> was did I ever, did I talk about this on a podcast where like you're in the the same Thrall questline and like you go to, like, the water one, which is, like, his desire, and then, go, you know, Goel, or, no, um, what, I don't remember what her name is, uh, but she's just, like, Ogra. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. That, Agra She's, she's, Ag- she's, you're down there, and she's just, like, you know, oh, like, well, this must be Thrall's deepest desires, and then King Varian Ren appears. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, like, oh, uh-huh. and then, like, you know, it shows, and then Thrall appears and shakes his hand or whatever. <laughs> I'm just, like, It'd be so funny if, like, he appeared and, like, they started making out or something. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't know. Mm. But, um, but yeah, no, like, uh, that'll, that's interesting. Yeah, because I was wondering, well, because I guess Thrall's no longer in charge of the of the horde, and I guess this kind of makes sense, because I was like, well, I expected something to happen to Garrosh in this expansion that would kind of teach him a lesson, but it, it didn't really, you know? so well, like, oh, it I hope they... might. It might yeah, maybe. at the
0: very end, but, uh.
1: Yeah, but, like, we don't really know what's going to happen. Maybe Deathwing's jaw falls on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you want to talk about a little bit, um, a little bit more about a Cataclysm, about how it's looking, how it's going to end?
1: Um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know if I didn't say anything last time.
0: Yeah. I mean, we know a little
1: more about, like, the Deathwing fight now. Looks pretty epic. There's yeah. that. That, that's something I was thinking, like, that my prediction for the end of uh, Pandaria is is going to be that the Horde and the Alliance, like, their war just climaxes, and there's going to be, like, a final dungeon where, like, they just go at it, and Garrosh and Varian are there, and, like, you know, you're going to have a fight where you have to fight, like, the other faction later, I'm, I'm guessing, and then, like, um... But like you know, in the process of this, like there's so much evil released by this that like the, the shadow is finally like manifests itself into like something really horrible, and that becomes like the final confrontation, and like everyone kind of realizes like oh maybe we shouldn't fight.
0: <laughs> and then Warcraft. kills Warcraft is right where it was, where everyone gets along.
1: Maybe who knows? I mean, they're gonna the thing going to soon. Yeah, they're going to start wrapping it up soon. So I'm assuming that the Horde and the Alliance are probably going to come to peace, like sooner or later, because they got to team up to fight the Old Gods. I'm guessing.
0: Do you think that we'll see the Emerald Dream in this expansion as,
1: as like a as a raid? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'm still thinking it's going to be the end. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that like, I mean, they're not really. I, I don't know, because <laughs> I feel like they got to they got to kind of follow up with their whole you know Burning Legion story too. Which, so far, I haven't done.
0: Okay, there's so... there's more uh,
1: expansion after this one.
0: Well, we'll probably do a few more. No blizzard, but, um... Ha- okay, so, obviously, we've been playing
1: Warcraft for a long time. Nothing phases us anymore. Are you excited yeah. about this expansion? I, I don't know if I'm excited for this expansion as I was for Cataclysm, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm excited for... For it. I can't wait to see it but like at this point I'm just kind of like it's business is normal you know
0: <laughs> yeah I mean really how do you how do you top like Deathwing in terms of just pure awesomeness for an expansion
1: premise yeah I mean I like
0: I, I think like the directions is heading this is going to be a smoother experience than Cataclysm
1: yeah like I it, it's like a, it's like when a new good book comes out I'm not really looking forward to reading it but like I know I'll enjoy it anyway
0: yeah, I'm like, just going to like
1: I'm looking forward to the, the good storytelling they're going to have. I'm looking forward to seeing what how this all gets resolved. As a game, I'm not really hyped to play it very much, if that makes sense, you know? Like yeah, well, you just, the only see thing
0: what, was, to, wow that really that really gets me interested in is is the raids and when the content's and when the, like the questing and stuff is new then
1: then yeah, it, it's fun to go through it. Um, yeah, I mean, like games I'm looking forward to actually playing will be like Knights of the Old Republic, uh, you know. Yeah. And like and, stuff like that. I mean, I'm i actually look, really looking forward to that. Not Knights of the Old Republic. Or, or obviously, it is. Blizzard
0: yeah. is really good
1: at it's a
0: uh, storytelling itself, stuff, so I know the new stuff is going
1: to be fun to play through.
0: Yeah. But uh, it's 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 more wow. I mean, uh, Cataclysm,
1: I did the questing really right, and this is this is going to be more of that. I I really feel that like. I mean, I know that it doesn't look like it from a mathematical standpoint, but I feel that uh, Cataclysm was their peak. I, I I don't think that they can make the game any better than they did there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think they
1: can make it better. I think they're doing that with this. Well, that's true with the, like the talent system, but I mean, like they can't make like like the questing experience any better. Like, uh, I mean, I think that they've 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 done so well that that I don't think it can really improve. I mean, what would they do differently with it? You're right. You know, um, I mean, I don't want to say that, because people say that Cataclysm was like their worst expansion or whatever, but I mean, uh, I, I, I really think that they did an incredibly good job with Cataclysm, and uh, uh, it's going to be difficult to see, it's going to be difficult to see something come out that's even more amazing than Cataclysm was for me.
0: Yeah, and I think, like I said, they're going to refine some, like, they're going to, like some of the mistakes they made with a, a cataclysm, they're they're gonna do a better job presenting like raids this yeah. time around. I, th- I think that was like the big misstep at the beginning of this expansion was raiding was just so hard when it came out, and so
1: they're gonna yeah. find the raid finder to kind of ease people into it better. Another thing that I think they're probably going to keep doing, too, is where they don't have the tier as things you can buy from Valor Points. Cause mm-hmm. They started with the Deathwing Raid, and I, I really like that, and I think that that's something they're probably going to keep up with, because it's like, I think they've kind of learned that people like having their gear unique when you win it from a boss, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so that, uh, that's what most people complain about, is people getting their tier, their, their Valor wow. Point stuff. Well, I, I don't think they're going to change that, but at the very least, the tier gear can only be through raids. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, we talked about this last one, I think Blizzard has been really good about balancing the hardcore and the casual. It's just sometimes that the hardcore doesn't win out in the end.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's something that, like like I said, I have that one friend who plays World of Warcraft, um, and he... Like he is very hardcore, and uh, it's it's difficult to play with him sometimes. Like um, I was talking like he we were talking about Deathwing and like um, and he was seriously telling me that you know you can't have any other tanks for the Deathwing raid. It has to be warriors. It can't be anything else. And I was like, why? Because like I said that like, I had a warrior. I was like, well, you should tank for the guild then. And I was like, well, I've got my druid. I could just tank on him if it really came to that. I'm probably gonna be healing anyway. And he was like, no, druids can't do it. And I asked him why, and he said it's because there's one fight, um, Altraxian where apparently your tanks have to like rotate their cooldowns in like a certain way, and warriors have the most cooldowns, so they have the easiest time. And he's just like, it's the warriors are the only ones who can do it.
0: There was one. Uh, he's fight- one of those
1: very big Ben Maxers, yeah. and it's
0: there was one fight in a uh, Firelands, the uh, Firehawk, where. Just like Death Knights had a hard time tanking the ads. it was just a it was just a problem with their cooldowns and stuff, and that's the only time I could think of where there wasn't a class um, good enough to do something
1: yeah and i mean like it's it's ridiculous that people get like that and it's like I, I with with him and I always see the same symptoms um it's when people get like really too into the game, you know like this is all they do that this is their life and I, I think that's where the hardcore players st- you know, tend to have that problem, and I think that's why Blizzard doesn't focus on them as much, because they get to that that point where that's all they think about, and then Blizzard will make a change that's better for the community, and all they can think is, oh, they've just ruined everything I put all my work into. You know, like they just, I just wasted all my time. Like this guy actually tells me that you know this game is his time, and then like if something doesn't go his way, it's wasting his money and all of his time and all that. And I'm just. It's, like, it's just a game, you know, if you're not enjoying it, then don't play it, you know, that's yeah, I mean, all he has. So. I mentioned
0: before, the reason why I'm not subscribed right now is because, like, just spending four hours in a, a Firelands for three nights a week, like, isn't good use of my time. Like, even if I'm playing another video game, like, uh, it's, it's it's better, it's better for me,
1: <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you too about a Ragnaros kill, by the way, after this, so. had <laughs> a funny story, but, um. Yeah, no, that's, that's Mists of Pandaria. I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I am excited for it. Oh, I yeah, just it's too. It's it's just more World of Warcraft. I know that I'm gonna go to Pandaria and I'm gonna be like, oh, a new continent, and it's gonna be like, go kill some bamboo,
0: tr- tr- <laughs> bamboo rats,
1: tr- yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, chop <laughs> down some
0: bamboo stalks. Um, yeah, it's like like going off on a little bit of a tangent. Like me and you are super invested in Warcraft. I'm not yeah. only for like a a time investment, but I I love what blizzard did with this with this game and like the the environments and the, the this lore game, and, and in uh, the stories and the instances and the raids and all that stuff so i want to see what blizzard does and that's one of the reasons why i like warcraft so much not because
1: it's like oh i gotta get this piece of loot yeah it's like the whole artistic point of it to me it, it's weird because like it's at this point that it becomes less of a game, you know, um, or it becomes more something else. I don't know what that something else is. But it's like, I know that I will buy every expansion for World of Warcraft until it ends. Not because, you know, like you said, like, i got to get the next piece of loot, i got to stay on top. But because that, like, no matter how I feel about the game, it's almost like a relationship in a sense. You know, like, it's it's gotten to a point where it's just like, I'm always so anticipating just to see the way they draw everything in the next expansion. It's always, I'm always interested to in, like the way they, they tell their stories the next time and the way everything looks and feels and all that. And it's just like, and I love how they've made so many statements with this game. Like, I think that's maybe the I back, I back it so much is because, um, like they took the MMO market and turned it on its head and they're still going at it strong and nobody can compete with them. And, At times, I'll say, like, you know, oh, well, one day World of Warcraft will be toppled, you know, maybe sooner than we think, who knows. But one thing I like about that is you see all these other companies trying to compete with it, and they all fail, every single one of them. And the reason they fail is something that I always stand for, and it's that, like, you can't just sell out, and you can't just make something that's similar to something else and expect to beat it at its own game, you know? Like, you get all these games, like, Rift, and, like, they make me mad, because Rift came out, and it was just like oh, you know, you're not on Azeroth anymore. We're better than that. That's like a baby's game. Like, that was like their whole selling point. And I was like, oh, okay, great, you know. And it comes out, and it's just the same game, you know. Like, there's nothing different about it. And you get to a certain point, and the the content kind of drops off, and it's boring, you know.
0: I I think it shows how much Blizzard cares about the Warcraft universe, is that that they're making an expansion about Pandarians. And let's be honest, some people love them, yeah, but like there's a lot of people that 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 thinks it's stupid.
1: And Everyone I talk to personally loves them. Everyone on the forums that I don't know thinks <laughs> <Yeah>. they're dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, like people say, oh, they're running out of ideas. It's like, no, I think the fact that they that they feel so passionate about what's basically been an inside joke, and they're they're making an expansion about it is is, is kind of a weird thing to say, I guess, but uh. <laughs> But, I mean, we're, they, we're no better
1: with ToonWorks. I mean, really, <laughs> making an expansion
0: about pandas, and you can tell they're putting all their effort behind
1: it. So, I, yeah.
0: I just, I just love WoW so much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I already expressed my feelings toward World of Warcraft and why I love it so much. It's just that it's, it, it, it's, a, it's untouchable. It's a it's, shame it's, that
0: people get in the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like I can see Blizzard as being one of those companies, and I, I like them for this too, because like, um, they're one of the few companies out there that is like, we have our product, and we know this product is good, and no amount of like producers or anything else is going to come and tell us to to sell out or to or to like like for example, they'll delay things, you know, months upon months just to make sure that it's right, you know, like they they don't just bring the stuff out there just for the sake of having it out there you know like they make sure everything they do is good and you could argue that point you could come and tell me oh well they've got a lot of little pets in the store that are useless and I'm like yeah but even if Activision came along and told them to do that and then went ahead and did it does this affect their game does this affect their product N- no it doesn't you know <laughs> it just affects your perception of their product and that has nothing to do with what they're actually making
0: Yeah, message form post that goes like, RIP, wow, 2004, 2011. I'm like, what are you you talking about? We're just
1: rambling.
0: We're just rambling, so. uh,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, Yeah, so BlizzCon 2011,
1: a lot of cool stuff. If you went, tell us what it was like. (laughs) Prove us wrong. I want to know that BlizzCon's a good thing.
0: (laughs) All right, thanks for the chat, Casey. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, get out of here. (laughs) I'm not leaving. You can't make me leave. Okay.
0: End recording now.